The Bad Seed Book has released a satirical NFT collection in response to the Trump NFT trading cards. Now, unfortunately for Bad Seed, the 100,000 NFT drop has failed miserably. So today we're going to discuss why, and I'm not going to include any kind of political commentary whatsoever. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So in case you're not familiar with the Trump trading cards, 45,000 of them were released on Polygon for $99 each. It sold out within less than a day, and they're currently available on secondary market. You can check OpenSea or any of those. But using the data that's provided on OpenSea, the secondary volume has been 11,854 ETH. And estimating the price of ETH to be about $1,600, that is around $19 million worth of secondary sales. And the current floor price is at 0.62 ETH or about $1,000. Now, the utility for these, there is some redeemables, but the main point of getting them is to hold a certain amount and to be able to attend a Trump gala. So you'll get to meet him in person. Now, going to the Bad Seed, to understand where Bad Seed even comes from, it is political commentary and it is just making fun of the Trump administration. The website features 40 chapters of a comic and just making fun of the time that 45 was in office. And when I say 45, I mean Trump because he's the 45th president of the United States. In addition to that, they also had some animated shorts that they went out on social media. And the most popular social media that they do have is Facebook, which is 32,000 people that are following it and liking it. However, it has been dormant since September 14th of 2020, which I find very strange because the election was in November. So you'd think a political satire website would have the most material out leading up to an election or around an election. But no, for whatever reason, they shut down in September. Now, their second one is Twitter of 20,000, and that has been dormant for the most part since September 10th of 2020. So also very strange. However, they revived it on February 4th of 2023, so just a few weeks ago, with a tweet that was unrelated to the NFT drop. However, on the 17th of February, they started to release some NFT tweets. And since then, probably about 50 or so, I haven't counted exactly, tweets all about the project and upcoming things, trying to get some announcements and buzz for that. But as far as the NFT project goes, it is 10 cards done by the artist. Each of them have 10,000 supply. So that's how they get to the 100,000. And as far as I can tell, there is no utility except for collecting them. They're priced at $100 each. The person can go directly on the website, select the design that they want, and purchase the card. So if someone wants a full set, they would purchase all 10 at $100 each. Now, the minting process is going through the Upstream app, which honestly, I have never heard of before this. The app claims to be an Ethereum-based platform. However, when I search OpenSea, I don't even see anything about this particular drop. So I'm not exactly sure how it's connecting in or how exactly this is working, but I wasn't able to find the information for it. But I went to their Twitter profile and I see they have about 1,400 so followers. So apparently this is a new platform. However, when I'm going to upstream reading some research it seems like they have a partnership with st john's or at least they did an nft drop for st john's but as far as what's going on there it's a little bit hazy but they have a medium page i was reading some information about them however just the user experience of being able to mint this or just even see how it's going 
it was kind of miserable. I'm not going to lie. So I didn't go any further than that. I wanted to actually see the Mint page, what the process was like. But because it wanted me to download an app and do all sorts of things, this cookies message came up and uh, just all sorts of things popped up on my page. I was just like, yeah, whatever. I got all I need to know. I researched this. I went to their medium, saw what their website was up to. And that's as far as I got personally. And again, I'm doing this for research purposes for a podcast. So that just kind of shows how this thing is going to begin with. But as far as the transparency of this thing now, this is where things really start to break down. Besides what I just said, I couldn't find any data for this other than news reports saying that this thing is failing miserably and people are minting it. I wasn't able to see any direct numbers. I could not find the contract. They said that 10% was going directly towards the artist of the sale, but where's the other 90% going? It's not saying. So I'm assuming it's going to go to the company and most likely it was an artist that they contracted from the outside. But again, none of this is really listed up there. So it's just for assumption. But then just stepping back from the whole thing and I said, it is very obvious as to why this project failed. And anyone that's getting ready to launch anything, just look at this right here and just don't do anything that was done here. So first and foremost, it is one thing that you're going to launch this. I assume it's ahead of their physical book launch because as I said, this was political satire, those 40 chapters that were on the website and they're coming out with a physical book in June. So I'm guessing that this was supposed to be a promotion for that ahead of time, get back into people's conversations. Of course, NFTs are buzzword. Well, not so much now. Things have slowed down quite a bit. But they went straight to Twitter. Of course, that is the NFT hub. They did not say anything on Facebook. I went over there and this page is still dormant. So obviously, they went straight to the NFT source. At least that was a good thing. But the fact that they were dormant for so long, there was not much engagement on any of those tweets about this NFT project. But then the fact that they're asking people to spend $100 in protest or in, I guess you would say, satire, laughing at someone and teasing someone is completely different than someone spending $100 or the $99 in support of someone, right? So the Trump ones that were launched, 45,000 and the number of 45 for the president and so forth, the mint price was $99. And people were willing to spend $99, especially with the utility being that you're going to get to meet him in person if you hold enough of these. But as far as a satire project with the Bad Seed book, really there was no goal to find other than the fact that I see it as a marketing ploy for their book, get back into people's conversation and relevance. But obviously that did not work because they're not selling, they're not minting. So it, the project itself, the launch has been a complete failure. But the user experience, as I said, I'm doing this for research purposes. I don't even want to collect these. I had no intentions of actually buying it, but I just wanted to see the mint page to see what the experience was like and so forth. And it was frustrating for me to even get there. Once I saw those pop-ups and everything and it was asking me to download the app and all of this, and then when I start to research the app, I couldn't find good information about it. Well, it's very clear as to why this thing isn't going to sell because I'm doing this for content purposes. I didn't want to buy it. However, I just wanted to see what it was all about and why it could have possibly failed. And I was frustrated by it, right? So just imagine someone who is getting ready to spend their hard-earned money and they want to buy this thing in support or maybe just because they think it's funny, the novelty of it. Well, once that starts to pop up and it's just like, okay, whatever. It's such a huge turnoff. They're not going to want to go through with that. So maybe, hey, let's just say this was available on OpenSea and they have the contract listed. Maybe someone's not going to go with the app, but they have much more comfort and they're going to use OpenSea or just use their wallet, their MetaMask, Rainbow Wallet, Trust Wallet, whatever it might be. Just go over there and do their thing directly interacting with the blockchain. 
Well, that option wasn't there. So, I mean, there's really no reason for them to do it like this because if this is Ethereum-based, I don't know why it's so locked down. You're not able to see this information. So that is a huge turnoff in itself. And the user experience is by far one of the most important things. We're very early into this whole NFT, Web3 stuff, but one of the biggest things that's turning people off is it's not user-friendly. They're used to just signing into things and just getting things quickly. So to ask them to do all these different steps, all those pop-up errors and all that stuff coming up, it was just such a huge turnoff. I don't even know what I'm getting into, so why am I going to do all of that, go that extra step, just to spend money with a company and there's nothing I'm getting in return? Well, that makes no sense whatsoever. So I don't know who was advising them. The only thing I think they personally got right was the fact that they knew the NFT community loves memes and the fact that they went to Twitter and not their other social medias. But besides that, complete disaster. There was no interaction with the community. They started tweeting literally two weeks before the launch. Anyone that's familiar with NFTs could have stood a mile away and saw that this thing was going to fail. But hey, if nothing else, this is a lesson for anyone that's planning to launch anything. Just do not do what this company did. But if their goal was to get to media coverage, well, it worked for me because I'm covering them. There was no other reason why I would be covering them other than this failed project. So for whatever reason, in case you're interested in this, I will have the information there in the show notes. The things I go to for some content, researching this stuff, it is absolutely ridiculous. But I tell you what, if there's anything that you would love for me to dive into in research, please let me know. Whether you tweet at me at Tropic Vibes, or you send me an email, contact information is in the show notes, I'll greatly appreciate it because there's so many things for me to research. So a lot of the times, the hardest part is trying to pick which one I'm going to do an episode about. So at any time, feel free to let me know what you want to hear more about. But as usual, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.